I am your co-host, Ben Pierce, along with my Canadian cohort, Elio Canella, and together we are your favorite pro wrestling podcast tag team, the Cerebral Palsy Kamikazes. Elio, how are you? I am doing absolutely fantastic. How has your week been? This, one, this one's actually been better, because for, for some reason or another, it's gone slower than usual. Okay. Which, which, I, which I enjoy. Usually, usually my days just blend together, and I nap, and I do whatever, because I get bored. Right. But my, my biggest complaint for this week is it's so god-awful hot. Oh, I know. It's hot. It's been hot up here, too, but it's been nice. I, I've spent most of my days, like, outside. I don't know. Because why would I want to stay inside when it's beautiful weather outdoors? Exactly. Well, and, and that's that's the other thing, too, because I'm such an outdoorsy person by nature. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, when it's ungodly hot, it's just annoying. And uh, I know uh, there was a pay-per-view on Sunday nights. Yes. Um, you know, the, the, that was a tale of two shows. Ooh, okay. Because, no, 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 hear, hear me out here. I'm not making a joke. No, no, I'm listening. What's up? It, it was, um, because the first half was really good. Yup. And then the second half was a snooze fest. Oh, wow. See, I had a, I had a long day on a Sunday. It started at 6 a.m. because... I left my house. Um, we went uh, to Niagara Falls Casino for the day. Oh, very good. So I didn't get home till like six p.m. So just in time to catch Stomping Grounds. Oh, very good. Well, actually, actually, I didn't. Um, I didn't catch Stomping Grounds until until yesterday. Oh. Because I was I was so um, I was so tired from the weekend, and then. Of course, you know, Monday and Tuesday were SmackDown, and then I had, I just had various things going on, so mm-hmm. I wasn't able to catch it till yesterday, but, um, you know, like I, like I said, man, this is one of those scenarios where the first half is really good, and then, like, the, the second half was, like, falling off a cliff to a painful death. Wow. <laughs> okay, so, why don't we get in, we say we get into a bit of news. What was our first uh, piece of news? Well, uh, first we'll do this this day in history. So oh. We have to we have to give our our nods to one of my favorite matches of all time. Uh, today marks twenty one years since Mankind and Undertaker's uh, Hell in a Cell match, and and for for me, if you go back and listen to it, the the calls, of course, that Jim Ross made. Uh, you know, what really drew me uh, into the storytelling aspect of wrestling, uh, which I think is sorely lacking these days. Um, but I, before, um, before I jumped on the air with you today, I went and I listened to part of uh, Jim Ross's podcast with uh, Conrad Thompson, Grill and JR, and they were going back and forth about um about that um about that match so it's just, 
Now, Ben, where, Ben, I have a question for you. Yeah. Where were you on June 28th, 1998? I was, I was watching it. Nice. You were watching it live as it aired. Yeah, I, I was as well. Uh, that was also on that card. Wasn't that the same card where uh, Steve Austin uh, lost the title in the first blood match or something to Kane? Uh, he, I, be I believe so, yes. And then, uh, and then he won it back the next night on Raw. Now you talk. You're yeah. talking about mankind. Yeah. I yes. Know. But you know, everybody, everybody talks about it, you know the the first go you know off the cage you know through the announce table. But for for me, it, my apologies. For for me, it was when he went uh, through the cage. You know, back uh, backdrop through the cage. And I thought. Are you talking about when he landed on the thumbtacks? What about that close-up uh, on his face when uh, he he was uh, he gave that smile? You saw that white, that tooth sticking out of his nose. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Well, he, you know he, he definitely sacrificed some quality of life on that match for sure. Actually, I have a uh, mankind story. I went down to Florida in two thousand to hang out to visit my cousin for a week and the one place that he took me was Foley's gym oh, oh how, how was that I'm like come on wait Foley's gym I'm like what is like I'm like what's Foley's gym I'm like and he's like well you know that wrestler Mick Foley I'm like come on we're gonna go there come on right well we we said we were gonna go there day after day after day, but we never did. So we he passed by at night. We because uh, we did go in the one day, but he wasn't there. So we tried again, but we got there too late. He had already it had already closed. So he we just uh, took a picture. We just took a picture through the window. Uh, you could see the WBF, the Music Volume 3 uh, picture frame hanging on a wall uh, inside. Oh, cool. And I have the video as well, somewhere downstairs. Cool. Well, um, I'll tell you what, when you, uh, when you finally get around to cleaning your house, um, you're going to find all sorts of funny things down there if, if the stories you've told on this podcast are true. All kinds of old video game gems, WWF memorabilia, all that. So. Yeah, for sure. I might, I might end up finding... I did find an old uh, Fisher-Price movie theater I got in 1976 or 77, something like that. Oh, jeez. I wasn't even a <laughs> thought back then. <laughs> yes, folks, I'm an old man. Unlike my uh, handsome cohort here. Who's a dashing 31-year-old bachelor, ladies. So, yes. get in line. He's available. Oh, 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 oh,
much better shot these days because I have an adorable uh, a four-month-old puppy. She's actually four months old today. Oh, cool. And I also have, like, the prettiest niece ever in the history of Pittsburgh. Oh, so okay. Between those two, I'm, I'm in good shape with the lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so um, what's our next uh, piece of news that we have? I don't even use Twitter. I don't even know how to use Twitter. Well, you're not missing anything. Trust me. It's, 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 no, I know. It's a, it's a, it's a shit storm on ice. If, if anything, it's annoying because every morning I'll get I'll wake up to notifications that, oh, someone tweeted this out or this person uh, liked this tweet. I'm like, I don't care. Then I've started to unfollow anyone that starts tweeting or liking tweets. I started unfollowing them, so I don't have to hear them. Um, yeah, I, I only like Twitter for a handful of uh, accounts, that's it. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, but uh, Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay have gotten into a, uh, a freshman, like, you know, high school, um, click, back and forth, bullshit feud, um, you know, with uh, Seth saying that, uh, you know, ch check my bank account and I can prove that WWE is better than, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't understand t tweets like that. Like, you want to, if you want to, anytime you want to compare bank accounts. Yeah, and it, I, I gotta tell you, he, Seth Rollins just, in that particular instance, it just comes off like a petulant little child. So I, I always get annoyed. And as as I'm saying this, Elio is is closing his door, soundproofing the room because he's he's afraid that I'm going to have an absolute aneurysm. Yes, I I've reinforced uh, the walls. I had to close the doors because I'm sure that when you start, the vibrations will be heard throughout my house. I mean, damn, ladies and gentlemen, if you thought my uh, co-host was afraid of me when my voice, uh, when I talk and my voice carries throughout the house, I'm afraid now when he starts his uh, analysis. Yes, when I, when, I, when I start my monologue, <laughs> it's just like, I, you know, I graduated high school in like, It's like, it's like I was telling you offline. If I want drama, the Young Universe is on every day at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. 3 p.m. Central. Uh, yes, well, I, I, I'm not one for soap operas, although I, I, hate to, uh, I hate to disappoint your mother. I, 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 I've, never had, I've never had the privilege of, of meeting her. But even, even, on, the, uh, even on the podcast, 
uh, screen. But um, yeah, I have I have no interest in uh, in Italian soap operas or soap operas of any kind. No, neither do um, I. That's why I stay away from Twitter. Which is which is why I'm really not interested in the feud between Osprey and Rollins because I don't know it just doesn't uh, it just, it comes off as pure and utter bullshit. Yep. So anywho, the uh, and then was there another thing or or was that? I believe uh I believe uh the. That's why you sent me that message. Is are we back in the nineties? <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, yes, because Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are now back in positions of power oh on the wrestling landscape. So, so that that is mind boggling. So, so, um, Eric Bischoff will be taking. Uh, creative control of SmackDown. Okay. Ahead of the brand's imminent move to Fox, and apparently Fox was not happy about this because Uh they didn't know know about this move Uh um, at all. And, uh, well, according to to sources, uh, take that with a grain of salt, but apparently uh, they wanted um, Paul Heyman uh, to take SmackDown, but he's in control of Raw. Okay. Um. So it, it's gonna it's gonna be very very interesting to see if um if these appointments can improve the product, but you know, and I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, but I think. I think there are negative negatives here. The one being that Vince, that Vince McMahon still has the ultimate say right. over the product. Um, and and two, um, we saw what Eric Bischoff did at, at the end of WCW and also during his yeah. run with uh, yeah. with TNA, which of course now Impact. Um, I I thought his TNA run was an absolute joke. Um, I want to make a bad joke so bad. What? I want to make a bad joke so bad because of uh, what this news. Oh, go ahead. We're, we're an unfiltered podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and I I can see Elio about the burst. Just go ahead and make the joke. Let me ask you: How long is it going to be until we see Vince Russo back? Jeez, I mean, oh, oh boy, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm more excited about Paul Heyman getting control of Raw. Right. Because Raw has just 
Now let me ask you this. So we're gonna have uh, Eric Bischoff back. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but remember the ridiculous garbage that we saw in 2000? And I really hope this doesn't happen, but remember the new blood? Yes. Oh my god, I really hope we don't see another uh, reincarnation of the new blood in Mount SmackDown. Right. Uh, that was up. And, that was here in Canada. Right, in, in, in 2000. And so, but what's so interesting is that the new blood had disbanded by the time the pay-per-view aired. And they still had, they still had that pay-per-view called, uh, um... New Blood Rising. Yes, called New Blood Rising. And so, I, so I'm half tempted after I get done to uh, go on the WWE Network and check it out. I actually, I actually started to do that. Um, uh, the other uh, the other day, but then I was like, Nah, I don't think so. Because <laughs> I I looked up the reviews mm-hmm. of, of that show, and it was. It, it was abysmal to say the least. So I decided to spare myself for the time being. Um, but you know, uh, whenever Paul Heyman is involved in something, I tend to uh, have more hope about the situation. And, right. You know, it, I don't think it, it could get worse than it already is because you know, at least in, at least since I started watching wrestling. Uh, consistently and, and being old enough to really understand what's going on, which which, the, which that happened around ninety six, ninety eight, uh, somewhere in there. So at least at least in that time frame, I've never seen the product be worse. Okay, and so that I believe that's all the news we have for today. Yes, absolutely. Very good, so how about we get into Monday Night Raw? And I know I know you're ready, I can see the fuse being lit right now. Yes, I, I took a sip of Mountain Dew and we are um, you know, good to go. Uh, and, and for those of you that don't know, uh, me, I'm, I'm straight edge, so um, Mountain Dew is the closest I will ever get to beer. And, uh, uh any, but hold on, I'm gonna, you say Mountain Dew is the closest you'll ever get to beer. Yeah. Alright, and of course, you know what I have. <laughs> oh, oh, the end, sure, yes. <laughs> which, which is another surefire way to decode our age difference. <laughs> hey, now. This uh, oh, this this tastes terrible. great, especially the chocolate. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, go on now. Monday Night Raw. Oh, and the mirth, ladies and gentlemen, the mirth. <laughs> Actually, uh, this is good that you're doing my Night Raw because I think I missed uh, some of this. So, yeah, go ahead. Right. So now we have Rollins in the ring talking about how uh, he <laughs> defeated Baron Corbin in the main event of, 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 of Stomping Ground. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get into the review of the show later on. Yes. I even said this uh, 10 years ago. I'm like, if it was 1998, the flip side to that is 2008. The flip side to that is 2018. Because in 98, there was the attitude there. Right? There was nothing but promos uh, that were like this long, 20 minutes and such. That's the only difference between them. Otherwise, this is just the flip side to 1999 with all these free long promos. Well, you know, I'll take 1999 over this, any of you. <laughs> yes.
the decree, um, apparently uh, Vince McMahon made a decree last week that there will be no wrestling during commercial breaks, so they made a format change to uh, Monday Night Raw and oh also, oh also SmackDown. So you're going to hear this this um, stipulation a lot. Okay. I, so, uh, I believe I know which one you're talking about. This was... Well, this one was <laughs> an elimination match, and then the other, the other stipulation that you're also going to hear a lot is two out of three falls. That's the one. Uh, because the elimination matches and, and the two out of three falls, obviously that's a convenient place to put um, commercials in between the falls and what's that. Okay. And then I, I actually... Because I was watching, um, I was watching Raw on my DVR, mm-hmm. and apparently I fast-forwarded through the commercials a little bit too enthusiastically and it missed several eliminations. So I had to go back. Okay. So I was very upset going in. So I can tell you're very upset by the look on your face. I can tell you're very I upset. This <laughs> slanted my view of the match. All right. So. Teamed up with the New Day to face the the revival Daniel Bryan and, and Rowan and and just just as a as a as a side thing I will no longer call Daniel Bryan the new Daniel Bryan because I'm done with it. Um, <laughs> I th- I think I think he was even done with it a, a long time ago. Well, I, I don't I don't blame him. So the the, the match was was was. Decent, if if not a little hokey and weird because of the weird pauses in between the eliminations. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it, it was it was good and it, it kind of it kind of set up the Usos to challenge for the tag titles, which which quite frankly I I can never really hate on because I really like the Usos. Right. And and they are as good as they are booked. To be so they're fantastic, so I can't I can't bitch about anything that they're involved in. Okay. They're just you know. Eh. Uh, but anywho, um, so the the next segment oh my. we have yeah. are, it, it was a Miz TV segment. Oh which, okay. Oh my freaking god. Our truth and Carmella are the are the guests now. Now, as I as I understand it, Elio, and I, before I get into this segment, I wanna I wanna get your your opinion of something. Okay. Because I've I've seen that a lot of the YouTube clips featuring our truths are getting a lot of big numbers. So apparently, a lot of people like this. And there there was news items today, or not today, but throughout the week that uh, Vince McMahon really likes R-Truth uh, hence his renewed push with the 24-7 title that, that, that being what it is I cannot stand this 24-7 bullshit and <laughs> the, 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 R, the R-Truth and, and Carmelo bits are getting really really old Yeah, uh, that's just my take what do, you, what do you think of it? Yeah, I mean, um, and, um, Truth on Miz TV, wasn't it uh, not long ago that, uh, 
Truth was trying to take over Ms. TV and wanted to call it Truth TV or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm done with the truth and Carmela because uh, when they first paired them up, it was okay. But after a while, now it's uh, getting tired, old and tired now. So, and, and speaking of getting tired, just so I don't have to constantly mention our truth name throughout throughout the throughout the review <laughs> of of Monday Night Raw. Okay. Can I, can I just skip ahead and? and Oh my god, I'm looking at it right now. This is, no, hold on, it's uh, six times actually. Well, um, you, I'm, I'm just I'm counting it from the second match where uh, he defeated Drake Maverick. Oh no, wait, he was the champion, sorry, yeah, five times, my mistake. Okay. So oh my right. god. I did do my research. You did, <laughs> yeah, no, that was me, I was, I... I didn't see that the no, truth no, was no, champ. I'm just messing with you, man. We're good. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, so, yeah, there was that. Okay. Uh, and that was a, a total of 13 seconds. Uh, Our truth and Drake Maverick. Help me understand the madness. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. No, I'm so I'm sorry. Say it again. No tags needed. Yeah. So it. So. So. Um. No. No. I understand what that. I don't understand what that means. I'm saying no tag handicap tag match. How does that work? <laughs> he, uh, he, well, not very well. 
You just said there was no tags. How can it be a tag match? Show that shall not be named. Yourself, I'm gonna have to do this show by myself. <laughs> oh my well, god. In, in that case, I, I hope you remember I thought. <laughs> uh, now, Ben, now look. <laughs> oh man. Okay, hold on. Now, let me just see something here. Hold on. Time. Three twenty one. Well, I have same difference. Three minutes, but look at that. That's terrible to do, to do that to these to Anderson and Gallows. Well, at the very least, at least Styles is trying to bring back the old one, mm -hmm. or, or the old Good Brothers, which they really need because the fact that they're being treated like this is complete. 
bullshit. A, a sign. A sign. Now hold on, I have a question though. Yes. Are they uh, heels or faces? Well, uh, I think I I think they presented them as heels uh, on on Raw because they they were gonna come down and interrupt um, uh, style. No, no, no. I mean, I mean in this match with the Viking Raiders. Because you know what, I have a feeling that they're gonna turn heel along with style. Along with Styles, either they're gonna turn heel with Styles or they're gonna turn on Styles. guys to like do something i want them i want to i want wb to do something with these guys I see what you did. You skipped all the championship matches. I saw that. Yes. <laughs> Good job. I, I, I mentioned that beforehand. So. Yep, yep. No, I, no, I, I, I heard that. That's why I said I see what you did there. Good job. Seven seconds. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just awful. It's terrible. Um, and so was Alexa Bliss versus Naomi. Oh because it was what, one one what is going on here with these short I mean, matches? I mean, isn't this supposed to be a, a women's evolution and then all of a sudden we just go back into the shit at the end of the second? And speaking of that, where is Charlotte Flair? Oh, good question. Maybe she's uh, on vacation with Andrade. Yes. Well, and we, we did see her in the in the backstage uh, segment with, with Ricochet. 
Ratchet Stomping Grounds. Mm -hmm. um, we, but we will get into that. So, speaking of Ricochet, the main event was was him versus AJ Styles, and and I was I was just drooling at, at the prospect of this match. I think I had to clean up my uh, my uh, my mouse pad on numerous occasions throughout that. Throughout that. But anywho, um, so this was a very good match, as as we would both expect. Um, the the only, and I don't really, I don't really have a problem with Ricochet losing to AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. what, I, what I have an issue with is that he lost his match after winning his first major championship. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was a little man, but then again, his opponent was a Styles, so I guess, I guess, considering the opponent, it's okay. Now, I would um, quite, I would, oh, sorry, go on. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, did we see a Firefly Funhouse thing this week? No. No, okay. it, it it wasn't it wasn't on Raw or SmackDown. Okay. So, I'm, I'll get in, I'll get into to that a little bit later on as well. Okay. Um. Oh my God. And and the the show's formatting just really uh really needs assistance. This new decree that there aren't going to be any wrestling during commercials is gonna really hurt the show if they don't do something about it. And, you know what else? This turn to show the 24-7 title because we've never had a Monday Night Raw with 15 matches. Well, and, um, apparently, apparently we had nine matches to, on this card. On Monday Night Raw? Yes. Oh, so I'm counting 15, I'm on the Pro Fight DB, because I, it listed the 24-7 championship matches as well. Well, well, well I'm, not, I'm not counting those. So oh, okay. For, for, good, for good reason. Right. Um, because, you know, 14 seconds and whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea. So, uh, this episode of Raw was not so good. Um... Maybe you had better luck with SmackDown. Oh. So I will, I will hand it up. I will hand it off to you for your SmackDown review. Now I didn't watch SmackDown, so well I so I'm not sure of the segments, so I'm just gonna roll through the matches themselves. Okie okay, dokie. Okay. So SmackDown this week came to us from the Muda Center in Portland, Oregon. And this, because I'm on Instagram, so sometimes, like, when I log in, I'll see, like, news, and uh, I saw a video of Miz where he was talking about how uh, this this arena is the exact same one that he debuted in and as a host of SmackDown when he first came in. So, in the opening match, we have a total of six cards. See, why can't Rob be this short? Uh, well, because it's three hours, so of course they had to fill another hour worth of prep. Uh, so, we, we had the new day defeating, <laughs> defeating the Daniel Bryan and Rowan in tag team action. And following that, 
because apparently Heaven Machinery got involved along with Owens and Sami Zayn. We got an eight-person tag match with New Day and Heavy Machinery defeating Daniel Bryan and Rowan and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I'm sure you were shocked by that development. Oh, I was shocked. I couldn't believe that we had an eight-person tag match. Wow. Uh, Teddy Long must have been jumping in for joy. <laughs> and then we had, in the third match, it was Elias defeating The Miz. Following that, in the women's division, it was Nikki Cross defeating Bailey, the SmackDown Women's Champion, and uh, she's just just out of curiosity. Yes. Uh, Elio, uh, does it, does uh, Pro Fight have a time listed for that match? For the, the SmackDown, Nikki and Bailey Cross. I mean, Nikki Cross and Bailey. Yes. There's time, no time limit for any of these matches. <laughs> then following that match we had Sonya Deville defeating Ember Moon now it's been weeks since we've seen Ember Moon yes and the, the, one, the one thing I noticed after after that match was um, Sonya Deville stroked Mandy Rose's hair oh no oh boy Oh, wow. Well, they are fire and desire, right? That's, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> in the PG era. Now, in the main event, and actually I should bring this up before I continue, the Elias uh, versus Miz uh, match was two out of three falls, and this was a second two out of three falls. In the main event, Kofi Kingston defeating uh-huh. Dolph Ziggler. Sorry? question um how, what do you what do you what are your thoughts on Kofi as a champion I mean I mean like all these months later after winning it at Wrestlemania it's so it's so interesting that you would ask me that because I was thinking about this for a very long time mm-hmm. in, in preparation for the podcast this evening when he when he first won it I was so happy because he deserved it. Right. You know, he had he had that one, you know, or two performances before winning the title that really won won over the fans. Yeah. You know, it, it started at Elimination Chamber, and and so he was red hot going into it, and he deserved it. And I don't, and so I I don't take anything away from him there. Uh, he went. He 
he went with what uh, brought him to the, to the dance all those years ago and, and the comedy stuff with the New Day, obviously that's what got him over there. However, now that he is WWE champion, it's coming across as very hokey and flat to me. Yeah. Um, largely, largely because of the comedy Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so it's, it's very hard for me personally to take this run seriously because of, of the comedy stuff. I, w I, would, I would really like to see a New Day split uh, at some point before, before too long. Um, I would too. It, it, it's enough with the New Day already. Like, I want to see them split. They've been together for how many years is it? Like, four or five? five for five years. Five yeah. years. I want to see. It's time for a split. And, I mean, this. I think this, this is, like, the longest run of any, um, like, a stable outside of, like, the, the Four Horsemen, which... Mm -hmm. You know, the, the four horsemen belong in a league of their own. I'm not complaining, but I'm not, I'm not saying anything against the four horsemen, but just in right. terms of length of time is uh, being together, um, I, it's certainly the longest amount of time in the modern era. So, I, you know, I have my heart and my head say two different things regarding Kofi Kingston's run because... You know, like I, like I said, the heart says, you know, he deserves it, and he does. Like, the performer behind the character, he deserves this. But from a, uh, from a booking perspective, I would have done this a little differently after, after he won the title. Mm -hmm. I, would, I would have tweaked the persona a little bit. Um, you know, because when you, when you win the... Um, when you win the WWE title and, and but you're still having backstage segments where you're stuffing uh, pancakes down your pants while walking past a bunch of Firefly Funhouse puppets, I, I, it, and that actually happened. Go back, go back and look at it. Um, it's it's just kind of it's just kind of ridiculous. Um. And I guarantee you, WWE had no idea that the puppets were sitting right there. But it, it just it led itself to an absolutely ridiculous look on TV. The guy was stuffing pancakes down his pants while walking past a series of puppets. See, and this is why the Four Horsemen were around for, for as long as they were, because... They kept things fresh, and they always changed things up. New Day have been doing the same thing for five years. Yeah, it's, um, uh, you know, and I, I give them credit, because when, when they first started, you know, they were getting booed out of the building, and now mm -hmm. they're, like, they're great at what they do. Right. Um, I'll tell you what. What I, what I want to see right here is I would love to see a big E heel turn. Yep. And then, like, you know, still have, you know, Kofi and, and Xavier together because, you know, big E 
You give me, you just give me a thought. Yeah. Now they're still rolling with this Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, uh, feud, right? As of right now, but I expect that to end okay. quickly. Okay. Hold on. What if Kingston's been winning so far? What if Dolph Ziggler ends up winning because with the help, with help from. Big E, because if you remember when he was feuding with John Cena, and it was AJ Styles that distracted Cena, who was uh who was uh with uh, Ziggler and AJ Lee? It, it was Big E. So it was Big E. See, so this makes perfect sense. It does. That that would be awesome. Yep. Um. So that that was your. That was your SmackDown card, along with a little extra analysis. Yeah, isn't that clever? I mean, I can't remember. I, I can't believe I remember that far back. Sorry, is this some? Is this so that one thing that uh, WWE combine or whatever that they that they have going on? Is this part of uh, that? Uh, I, I, I didn't catch that. You you went you went out a little bit. Say again. Is this NXT breakout tournament? Is this part of that WWE combine uh, series that they have going? Oh, okay. All right. I, mean, I, could, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Okay. So, we had uh, Angel Garza, who was apparently a, uh, a third generation uh, luchador, going, on against, going up against Joaquin Wilde, who used to be DJZ in, uh, in uh, TNA. Ben? Say that name, Joaquin Wild. Yes. Joaquin Wild. How original. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> and and, and with, the, with, the, with the stupid glow things in his fucking hair. Just, you know, I, Jeez. I, 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 I feel so bad for him. He deserves so much better. Why do they do this? Um, go on, go, go on. Please, go. I'm listening. But, this, despite his ridiculous look, well, in, in all fairness, he had a ridiculous look in, in, uh, in uh, TNA, too, but, um, but, I mean, th- but this was just very ridiculous in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the neon bullshit in his hair. But aside, aside from that, the, the match was actually very, very good. Um, for, especially for a seven-minute 
I was reading an article on, but I don't be, I don't really believe these uh, these articles on ring on our ringside news. However, uh, it it was uh, said that he's a uh, one NXT star that called reportedly called out the Undertaker. I I didn't hear that, but but then again, this is ringside news, though, so who yeah. knows with them. I expect those um, that that uh, time uh, on uh, Raw or SmackDown because they always do stupid things like that. Cage match 
was just fantastic on on NXT here. So we had uh, the NXT Women's title on the line uh, with uh, Shayna Baszler taking on Io Shirai. Okay. And I'm not going to go through the entire match because, quite frankly, I can't do it justice. It's just one of those things that you're gonna that people are gonna have to look at for $9.99 on the WWE Network. $12.99 in Canada. It's gone up a dollar. <laughs> when, when did that happen? I don't know. Just recently. Oh shit. <laughs> um, speaking speaking of the WWE Network, they are tossing around the idea of um, of uh, implementing a tier system. I would still have to pay for it because it, it's it's so it's so good. It's, it, I I have to have it. I I can't not have the WWE Network. Okay. For reasons such as this, this this match was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think um, I think Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler have the capacity um, to be some of the best uh, workers in years. And if you want to put Mia Yim in that mix too, I I would definitely. Um, oh, I love Mia Yim. I would definitely put her in there. Yeah. Um, she, she was, she, Mia Yim is one of those, one of those people that, uh, was criminally underused in, in TNA, and it was just weird. It was do, just, you, do you know, for the longest time, I had no idea what HBIC stood for? <laughs> well, you're behind the times. I'm behind the times, and I'm like, wait a minute, okay, now I get it, because I kept seeing HBIC, but... The one uh, thing I, I never understood, what does uh, Bianca Belair EST stand for? I'm not sure what that is. Um, well, um, EST stands for Established. Oh, oh so okay. So a, a lot of the times you'll see someone with like an EST 19, like the year that they were born. Okay, no, 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 I, I get that, I just didn't, that sounds weird when she calls herself the EST of NXT. Well, I'm sure it stands for something different in her regard, not that, not that I know what it is, but, um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, getting, getting back to the cage match, mm-hmm. um, this was, uh, this was one of those where I was like, damn. And then speaking of damn, um, Io Shirai uh, did a heel turn. Oh, she did her. turn heel. She did turn heel. Yes. Uh, okay. I, I was, I was, I was doing the Hercules clap throughout this entire, um, throughout this entire uh, beatdown. Do I dare ask what the Hercules clap is? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I did ask, okay. So I had to give you a visual demonstration. Alright. I don't know. Uh, Luckily, the listeners didn't see that because it is a little terrifying, but since you asked, I had to do that. Um, But yeah, you know, Shirai just looked like a million bucks. She looked like an ass kicker, which, which is 
Which is weird because she's so tiny, but good lord, her, her facial expressions are definitely... Now I want to go back and watch that match just to see her heel turn. Oh, and it's, it's well worth it, absolutely. Uh, I, I actually, I would, I would do that before um, tuning in uh, to uh, Impact in a half hour. Unfortunately, I could tune in, but unfortunately, Twitch doesn't work very well on PS3. Yeah, well, Twitch in, in general just, uh, you know, it's very skippy, and especially yeah. with, with, especially with, with uh, Impact's handling of it, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, so they, they definitely need to get a new TV deal for sure, because... Uh, pursuing getting the job done. Yeah. <laughs> which, which might be the understatement of the century. So this sounded like another solid episode of NXT. Oh, it was it was absolutely. Um, and I would actually I would actually rate it higher than um, 411 Mania has it. They gave it a 7.6. I would have given it like an 8.9. Well, what did they give Raw? Just out of curiosity. What uh, they gave Raw. Scrolling down, scrolling down. Uh, this this rating I agree with. They gave it a five point five. Oh okay. At, at least at least they give it lower. That's good. I was. Well, of, of course they would give it lower because NXT blows the main roster out of the water. Not like it's not even funny. Right. That was freaking painful to watch. Uh, yes, it's, 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 I, I, I think, I think Raw is the equivalent to water torture. They're <laughs> like, what do what they call it? Waterboarding. Chinese water torture? Yes. Okay. That's why I said water torture, but it, waterboarding, yes. Um, so speaking of the main roster, uh, and I, I, I have to, I have to thank my eight-year-old nephew for being the reason why I missed this on oh. uh, Sunday night. Uh, but I, I would much rather celebrate his birthday than watch this. What was largely crap, especially the second half. Okay, so we're gonna get into uh, the stomping grounds pay-per-view. Right. All right. So, so it actually kicked off with, you know, the the live feed kicked off with uh, the uh, the Raw Women's Championship match between uh, Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, the, that match was actually um, pretty good, Out, outside of a few issues on um on uh, Evans' part, um, but. Um, but pretty good. Other, other than the, other, other than the fact that that uh, Evans immediately, immediately tapped out to disarm her, so I think that made her look kind of weak. I have a question about the match before um, before this. Okay, go ahead. Why did we see a title change on the kickoff show? title because it's, it's just you know it's never it's 
it's never featured on TV. So it's, it's ridiculous. And like, and to, to have, and the first time, the, and the one time they have it on, a, they kick off, they do a title change when they haven't done one before in the past. Okay. So, it, that's just, that's too I, <laughs> <laughs> But, so, actually, uh, Drew Gulak is your new champion defeating Tony Nese and Kira Tozawa. I believe uh, Mike Canales quit on Tuesday. He just signed a new contract. No, I'm saying I, I, I'm pretty sure that I'm then I'm pretty sure there's a storyline, but it was uh if you watch it on Tuesday, he just like walked out. Um, 
I think he, I think he reversed the big ending and got off, got off of Biggie's shoulder, which led to a uh, hell of a kick and a pop up power bomb. Okay. And everything, everything breaks down after, um, after uh, that was broken up, and uh, Biggie hit a suicide spear. And every time I see that, I'm, I'm thinking he's gonna break his shoulder. Um, but then uh, Kevin um, throws Woods off the top rope. Um, with like a low blow and hit hits the stunner on him mm-hmm. uh, to to end the match. So this was a fantastic match in eleven minutes and ten seconds, um, and and you know it, it was very re- refreshing. Uh, speaking of refreshing, uh, the next match we have is uh, Samoa Joe versus Ricochet for the. A U.S. title, and the, the reason why I found Ricochet's victory so refreshing um, was because you know they just gave Samoa Joe the title um, after uh, after Ray got injured, so I was, yeah. I was really happy that Ricochet got the title. Not not that I don't love Samoa Joe, because I do, but it, it, it just came off weak. Right. So. That, then they they make they make um this is another match that I that I can't really do justice in describing. I won't I won't say it was as as good, but for the emotional part of it, this was this was my favorite match of of the night. Okay. Um. um and then we had um uh Daniel Daniel Bryan and Rowan defeat heavy machinery to retain the tag team belts and I thought this was going to be a squash but they actually made heavy machinery look like threats yeah I'm looking at it uh, 14 minutes and, and they de- um, and they definitely have uh, more talent and mobility than I, than I thought they did so it, it heads off to uh, heavy machinery for having a really good showing Okay. And, uh, that didn't make them absolutely look like jokes. Okay. So the the first, uh, I think you're sensing a theme here. Uh, the first um, three matches were were great, and then here it comes. Here it comes the downfall and the oh. shit pile. Oh no. Ah boy. Bailey and Alexa Bliss. The match wasn't bad. You know, I get it. You know, Nikki got involved in the finish to help Bliss. Blah, 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 yep. blah. But, you know, her help backfired and Bailey defeated Alexa. There's one spot that, that was scary. When Remember when um Bailey uh, her mom and Alexa into the corner and her head went out and hit the turnbuckle? I don't know why the I don't know who keeps uh, producing. Why do they keep who who keeps producing the these matches with that that's and adding that spot? That's terrible. And it, it's just it's it's irresponsible. Yeah. They 
they keep doing it over and over and over again when, when the poor woman has had at least two concussions. Mm -hmm. Stop it. And I believe they're set to uh, go again at the next uh, pay-per-view Extreme Rules. Yeah, that's that's my understanding as well. Okay, uh, next match. Next we have Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Oh boy! Oh my God! <laughs> this was this was this was a match that went seventeen minutes and forty seconds. Jeez. Oh, God. You know, they, they could be good if they would just simplify it. I mean, how many how many GD Superman punches do I have to see in one match? Oh, my it's God. like four or five of them. What the hell? You know what? You should go back and watch this match and play a drinking game. Every time you see a Superman punch, you take a drink. Well, I'd be... Dr I'd be That's good. You'd be drunk. That's good. Okay, CM Punk. And, and not, not to mention that if that if um that if James Brown can get or can get arrested for drunk driving a lawnmower, I can certainly get arrested for drunk driving at my <laughs> Okay. I'd... Okay. So, <laughs> so. There, there's always that. But then then the the, the wheels just continue to fall off. <laughs> Oh no. Uh, this, uh, see what I, did there? I saw that. Uh, with, uh, with this uh, steel cage match between Kingston and Ziggler. And, <sighs> and Elio, did you see this match? Uh, you know what? I, I started like dosing off because I told you that I had had a long day being up since 6 a.m. So I. I, I I kind of, I kind of fast forwarded through much of of this match. Well, I don't blame you because for a twenty minute, this was a twenty minute match, right? Okay. This was the most boring field games match I've ever seen. Oh it wow! For a, it was for a championship. Oh my <laughs> god! The most, the most entertaining part of it was when Kofi jumped. <laughs> Are you okay, Ben? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host is, I don't know what is going on, but Ben? Are you okay? I can cry. Are you alright? I can't hear you. Thought I was gonna have to. I thought I was gonna have to finish the show off myself. Oh yeah, so you we had to wipe my tears off my keyboard. It was, but it was, in all seriousness, it was terrible. Okay. It was just awful. Uh, you know, and oh, uh, but but this this next match, the main event. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was actually. Good booking gone horribly, horribly 
wrong. Okay. Okay. So, the, the main event was Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin for the Universal Championship. Now, of course, that would seem like it would be bad uh, main event anyway. Sure. But, but it, it actually had potential when they revealed that Lacey Evans was going to be the special guest referee. Mm-hmm. Because, like I, like, I, like I teased earlier, it means that Rollins couldn't use the chair, so he kind of neutralized his weapon a little bit. Plus, he's not going to do anything uh, physical against a woman. Okay. So, it was, from that perspective, it was, it was great booking. And, of course, uh, Lacey has the feud going with, uh, with, with his girlfriend, which I don't know if you knew, but... Seth Rollins and Be- Becky Lynch are boyfriend-girlfriend. Apparently, they're making a big deal out of this. Like, we didn't know. Oh, I was not aware that they weren't either. Uh, wow. We... <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't it shocking? Breaking, breaking news on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> I, would, I would have had no idea. Whatever will I do with my life? My, my love has decided to leave me for... Seth Rollins, whatever the hell is going on. Are you are, are, are you okay? I understand. I understand you're on a rebound. It's terrible. Oh my goodness! Whatever shall you do? But on, on the positive side, I hear Alexa Bliss is, is single. Oh wow! So, so there might be hope. <laughs> Disclaimer, these are two characters on this show. We're not like this outside of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Yes, but we're actually we're actually upstanding gentlemen and uh, uh, I I can assure you Elio and I definitely live up to his nickname. <laughs> Uh, which, which for some reason is the gentleman on his other podcast. Now, Ben, actually, I have some, I have an interesting fact about Lacey Evans. What's that? Well, I'm looking up her, uh, her, uh, bio on Pro Fight, and would you like to seek a guess of when her birthday is? Okay, well, she shares a birthday with The Undertaker. She was born on March 24th, 1990, and Undertaker made his WWE debut on March 24th, 1991. Well, it was WrestleMania, his WrestleMania debut on March 24th, 1991. That's, that's very interesting. Well, I, you know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully she'll have a decent career. I, I don't know if... <laughs> If she'll approach Charlotte Flair or The Undertaker's records, but right. I, I definitely see uh, potential. I, I find, no, I just find um, that interesting that uh, she was born on the same day as The Undertaker, and he debuted at WrestleMania 7 on that day, a year later. Which, which, which WrestleMania 7 was underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's for another... That's for another podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think we've actually covered that in the past. Um, I, have, I have to 
go back in the annals of of our history, but I think we've mentioned that in the past. But anywho, um, so this was this was good booking that I think just went wrong because you know obviously the 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 special guest referee gave uh, gave Lacey Evans carte blanche to help Baron Corbin any way yep. she could. Yep. So it was it was it was what it was blatantly obvious with the slow count and all the other Yeah, like like how she injured her shoulder before her hand hit the mat for the third time. So exactly, but it's not it's not like we didn't anticipate this. <coughs> it, it, it was just it was just incredibly over the top. Yep. So, and, and and what's what's written on the site I'm looking at as I'm doing this review is actually very very true. The fans only cared about Becky's run-in and Rollins finally winning. So from that perspective, they got what they they got what they wanted. I just I just think that the special guest referee um, could have been ex- exploited to make it a very entertaining uh, and interesting main event, but they just took the, the cheap the cheap heat way out. So I, I feel like that was an opportunity missed. Okay. Um. So all together, this, this site gave the uh, gave the pay per view a six point eight. I would actually go slightly lower. I would probably give it a a six point oh because it started out like it was gonna be really good. Um, and if you'll remember going into it, we weren't very impressed with this card. No. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm going with you. I'm gonna give around a six. Yeah. Six point eight is a little high. Yeah, I, I think so. So I, I give it around six. <laughs> um, but that wraps up all of our reviews um, for the week, and um, we actually um, we actually uh, did quite good in terms of the the time we didn't we didn't go we didn't go off into uh, a lot of long monologues we actually did that quite efficiently yes and um so before we go uh, Ben you went to a show on the weekend I I did and <coughs> um, the uh, the company that I work for mm-hmm. uh, the Elite Pro Wrestling Alliance had their ten uh, year anniversary show in West Virginia and. I was shocked because when I pulled up to, they they held their, they held this show in a um, fire hall. Oh, yeah. And so when I pulled up, I was absolutely floored because there were there were cars packed from pillar to post. Wow. They had five hundred plus people. Oh, in, in and outside of this building, they actually had to open up the garages so people could stand outside and still see what was going wow. on. Okay. I I've, ne- I've never seen I've never seen that. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I would I was I was uh, tickled pink, um, for my for my friends at at this show because of, because, uh, quite quite frankly, they deserved it. Um, but. Uh, the the re the reason why uh, they deserved it if I could, if I could uh, if I could cut a positivity promo okay. um, 
for uh, this company. Um, they are one of the most top-notch uh, companies that I've ever seen, uh, professional or or independent. Um, you know, they they just go they go all out to give you the best product that they possibly can on a, on a much smaller scale than than WWE. I mean, obviously they're. I mean, they run in places that Jerry Lawler would call bingo halls. Um, <laughs> not, not that that's a bad, not that that's a bad thing, because like I said, these people are are first rate. But um, what what I, what I like so much about about this um, about this organization is that they make the fans feel so important. To the to the overall feeling of of the events because a lot of the time with with mainstream wrestling and and certainly WWE is I feel like they forget the fans mm-hmm. you know we just had we just had the um, the uh, mention of the promo six months ago where um, the fans were all like we're not going to forget the fans and you have control now yeah and then and. All this time later, it just it all goes up in smoke. Yeah. Um, and Elite Elite doesn't do that. No. Um. They actually had a couple, uh, couple uh matches that were were really good. Uh, speaking speaking of uh women's wrestling, um, I know you I know you like to look people up, uh, Elio. So I'll give you a couple names. Okay. Uh, Casey Carlisle. Um. She was. She was not. She wasn't on this show, but I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying in general. If you if you want to look up a couple names, uh, Casey Carlisle is uh, is definitely one of the women that c- could have been on WWE, but she's been uh, tearing it up on the independent for years. Um, but I would have. I would have to say my my favorite match of of the night was. A, a women's match. It was um, it was it was Tess Valentine versus uh, Danny Deville, and from a technical perspective, it was one of the best that that I've that I've seen this company produce. Mm-hmm. And then it, the the uh, the main event. Um, you know, I, I can't I can't really run down the whole thing because it was like a uh, a, a week ago, but they have a lot of. They're gonna have a lot of the matches available on YouTube, which I gave you. Uh, yes, the link. you gave me that link. Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna but, look at it. But if you if you guys want to see um, some of the, some of the matches that that I'm talking about, um, you can look up Elite Pro Wrestling Alliance on YouTube. And uh, Facebook, and um, I'd be, I'd be very interested to uh, to hear what you, what you have to say, Elio, because I think I think you would uh, thoroughly enjoy it. So um, th- their next and uh, their next series of shows, they're actually having a uh, three event extravaganza over Labor Day weekend, and one of the guys. Uh, that they're bringing in for that is uh, Rhino. Oh, oh wow! 
Are you gonna, are you gonna be there? Uh, yes. And, 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 um, I may have mentioned that Rhino has worked for them in the past. Uh, mm -hmm. they've had Ric Flair doing appearance there. Uh, my, my, fr my friend actually marked out because my best friend got to, uh, got to take Ric Flair out. Uh, after that show. Yeah, is he, is he really the way he is on TV? Uh, yeah. Or was he chilled out when he was... Well, I mean, I, I, he, said he, he said he was chilled out a little bit, but he actually had, um, he actually had some very substantive com conversation with, with that friend of mine. Oh, okay. Um, um but, uh, but yeah, like, like I said, they, they've had people like Rhino, Tom, Tommy Dreamer, mm -hmm. uh, Sanjay Dutt has been on a lot of their shows. Mm -hmm. we bring the show to a close for the week. Absolutely. All right, and ladies and... Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, and, and I said, in addition to uploading this show, uh, you also have to upload the show from last week. Yeah, yes. So, so you, ha you have some technical work to do. I have homework to do. Otherwise, I'm going to be sent to the principal's office, and uh, Prin Principal Ben's not going to be too pleased with me. Uh, well, you know, the show is so good, we don't want to, not to pat ourselves on the back, but pat, pat. And, uh, we, and we don't want the, we don't want our listeners to, to miss us in any capacity. Right. We have, we have to get these up. Yes. <laughs> All right, so... For my co-host Ben Pierce, I'm Elio Canella saying we will talk to you all next week. Ben, say goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye, listeners, and thanks for listening. <laughs>